Hello and welcome to MLW Confusion, the only wrestling podcast that has absolutely nothing to do with WrestleMania this week. Also, I happen to be your host, Rob Kammer, and I'm bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. This week, we're going to take a look at MLW Fusion 128 National Open Weight Challenge. The show starts off, well, not really with a bank. I guess it's not quite a whimper either, but with solid storytelling. Uh, Ray Flores brings us our card for the evening. Looks like first we are going to have a match for the IWA Caribbean Heavyweight Championship with Gino Medina taking on Richard Holiday. For the tag team titles, the Dirty Blondes will be taking on Los Parks. And our main event for the National Openweight Championship, champion Alexander Hammerstone looks to, re- well, re- technically retain his title, also regain possession of said title against Mil, uh, Mil Muertes. So three matches. Three big title matches tonight. Let's just kind of jump in and see what happens, shall we? From here, we get the opening theme. Uh, Ray Flores and Mr. St. Laurent welcome us to the show. Uh, We get word that Selena De La Renta is outside. Uh, Cameraman is catching up to her. And she is not terribly happy that we just accosted her on the street. Not that I really blame her for that matter. But whatever, she has a plan for all the gold. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, An associate from Azteca Underground shows up and kind of shoves the camera out of the way, but you can hear the two arguing. And basically the uh, associate is just like, hey, did you talk to El Jefe about this plan of yours? Because we both know that you didn't. Uh, He may not be happy about this. And then they start arguing in Spanish, and my Spanish notably has not improved since the last time I said my Spanish is terrible. And uh, so we don't know what's going on exactly, but whatever Selena's got up her sleeves, El Jefe does not know about, and that may not be good. Moving on to this, we get our first match of the evening. Gino Medina, former Dynasty member, taking on current Dynasty member Richard Holiday for the IWA Caribbean Heavyweight Championship. Uh, The feud between these two has finally come to a head uh, ever since Gino was either either quit or was fired from the Dynasty. Uh, Depends on uh, which person you talk to. Uh, But they've been trading barbs back and forth Holiday in Medina. And we are finally going to get our match tonight. Uh, Medina looks to uh, win his first championship in Major League Wrestling. And Holiday looks to uh, further legitimate. Legitimate? Yeah, that's totally a word. Whatever. Keeping it in, because it's a word now. Add it in there, Webster, because I said so. Uh, Legitimize his championship reign ever since... uh, technically winning the belt officially from Savio Vega, uh, despite that match, the uh, outcome being called into question. But anyway, the match starts with an argument between the two, whether he quit or was fired. Anyway, that comes to blows rather quickly because this is wrestling and this happens to be a wrestling match. Uh, Spin Kick takes both competitors outside the ring, uh, which Gino kind of dominates a brief skirmish outside of the squared circle. Um, Holiday tries to go for, uh, tries to maintain some sort of comeback, uh, hits the, hits the ring post, uh, just for a two count, uh, Medina had his foot on the ropes, uh, Medina's been kind of trying to use all sorts of dirty tricks, uh, and working all sorts of, like, 
limb well i shouldn't always say limbs but like the hands the nose the eyes the turnbuckle pads uh just do whatever he can to maintain control of this match uh by any means necessary uh though uh holiday does get some control in there after uh some uh counters and then a big spine buster for two count but this doesn't last long uh gino gets a lawn dart type maneuver for two and then hits Holiday with the Stock Market Crash 2008 edition, which is Richard Holiday's finisher, 4-2. Uh, at some point during this skirmish, the turnbuckle pad has been exposed. Gino runs into it, leading Holiday to hit his variation of the Stock Market Crash, a.k.a. Well, his own finisher, and gets the 1-2-3 in about six and a half minutes. Gets your win. Uh, good, solid opener between the two. Uh hope actually that this is not the end of the feud because it's a really solid match uh, i feel like they could tell a bit more uh to the story at least between the ropes uh but especially since they were both heels it really just kind of was weird just just to see only gino cheat when we like full know that holiday isn't uh you know an angel between the ropes either uh so i'd like actually like to see more about them personality wise they obviously gel quite well uh since they are both members of the dynasty at one point or another uh but gino retains the title still the legitimate (laughs) iwa caribbean heavyweight championship holder champion yeah talking's not my thing tonight which is a terrible plan since i'm a semi-professional podcaster so cool beans on that one you know Anyway, never mind that. Let's go to Hawaii where we see the Von Eric boys. Marshall is still nursing that in- knee injury that he received during the chain match against Violence is Forever. Uh, but he is doing his rehab. He's looking forward to getting back in the ring when a wild Kevin Von Eric appears, the patriarch of this generation of Von Eriks. He wants the boys to know that he's been speaking which- with Keji Muto, uh, otherwise known as the Great Muta, uh, one of the... Uh, top staff and world champion over in pro wrestling noah in japan uh evidently he's worked out an agreement to send the boys to you know travel over to japan and do some training with the great muda himself uh, well unfortunately marshall is injured so it's just going to be ross going over there and he needs to pack it's flights leaving soon so cool there we got a fun eric going back to japan we'll see how that turns out if that ultimately leads anywhere storyline wise or if it's just just a way to get the you know the Von Erich separated for a couple more weeks and explain their absence. We cut to Alexander Hammerstone, who has some words to say about his main event tonight. Uh, specifically, against Mill Mortes calls calls Mill the man of one thousand ass kickings. He is going to stand tall tonight and hold the championship belt over Mill Mortes's head. So be prepared for that. Your main event tonight. We get a recap following this of Selena De La Renta and her activity with Azteca Underground Limited. Um, going back to uh, her dealings with Conan and trying to kind of one up on him. Uh, and then, you know, kind of getting bought out of Promotion Estorado. And now here we are with uh, trying to get all the gold in the company. And so far. She's got two-thirds of it, or at least is in possession of two-thirds of it, with Los Parks having the tag team championships, at least for the time being, and Mil Muertes holding the National Openweight Championship, but doesn't actually hold the legitimized belt, per se. I guess we're going to call it the legitimized belt. He's not the rightful belt holder is what I'm getting at here. 
Anywho, <laughs> move along, move along, move along. Always moving, always be keep going. Alicia Toot is Zoom calling TJP. The suspension is over. TJP has been fined for his actions against student Buku Dao. And TJP isn't really a, a fan of that news break being had at the start of his interview. He didn't find that to be terribly relevant, despite everybody else finding it relevant. Um, so... Alicia tries to move along, uh, noting that next week, uh, TJP will get go one-on-one -on -one with Buku Dao, that Dao has been medically cleared by the doctor, and yeah, TJP is nonchalant about it, notes that basically that he can beat any man, and Buku Dao is, well, not a man, and cannot fight. So, the next week's match will be short and sweet, and if he's lucky, Buku Dao will not be broken in half by TJP. So uh, that sounds great. Uh, and he also throws in something about social media clout that, you know, like, clout, the social media clout means nothing, that his pigs have a bigger following than Buku Dao does. And I'm not going to do the research about that because, let's be frank, I don't want to get anywhere near TJP's social media. And that's probably what I would have to do to figure out whether the pigs have a large social media following but whatever supposedly everybody respects tjp whether they like that like him or hate him so you know rats off to you all right it is time for our cha second championship matchup of the night for the mlw tag team championships the dirty blondes with aria blake taking on los parks uh the combination of la park and la park jr with selena de la Reta and associate for the major league wrestling tag team championship uh whatever's going on before the match could even get started the women are uh face-to-face -face, just yelling at each other i don't even know i didn't even see what sparked it if they just happened to be in the ring and you know professional jealousy got got heated or what but uh they have to be separated by their respective charges but this separation doesn't last for long because then the dirty blondes decide whatever let's get into a confrontation too and sneak attack los parks so uh we basically for all practical purposes this match is a t under tornado rules and for those first time listeners or those who haven't heard other rants with involving los parks and tornado matches and whatnot a tornado match basically just means that everybody's in the ring at once there aren't any tags in theory you know all the other rules apply but you know uh <laughs> the ref tries he really does uh but there is a lot of brawling and for like the first several minutes the dirty uh, the uh, dirty blondes uh just take control dirty blondes consist of uh, dale patrick and leo Bryan, um and just you know it's just uh, just a fight, uh, just clubbing blows, chucking each other around, blondes in control, brawl, brawl, brawl. Uh, Park makes a bit of a comeback, and which culminates in L.A. Park Sr., the patriarch of the family, doing a slingshot splash onto both blondes for two. And just, you know, I say this as a fan, but uh, Mr. Park is getting quite rotund, and I'm impressed that he made it over the ropes like that. Uh, that was kind of impressive in, it, in and of its own right. Um, anyway, um, thanks to the interference of Arya Blake and Dale Patrick, uh, both Parks end up getting drugged outside the ring. Uh, 
get taken over for a bit, but then we get clotheslines for everybody, except for L- L.A. Park Jr., because he hits the last clothesline, he's still standing, uh, but he gets low-blowed in the process. Uh, the Blondes go for the three count, but it's stopped by L.A. Park. Uh, we get more low blows, uh, just, you know, dick, everybody gets punched in the dick, that's what we're doing tonight, punching everybody in the dick, uh, though there are a handful of shenanigans, ultimately, El Ijo del L.A. Park appears and hits the Toro Yanu special on the Dirty Blondes, so for those of you not getting that reference, it's basically some variation of a low blow, then a roll-up, uh, so Ijo comes in, double low blows, then uh, both L.A. Park and Junior roll up the Dirty Blondes. Uh, simultaneous three count. Your champions retain in a wild and woolly match. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, so, like, crazy everywhere kind of brawl. But if you if you just like a clubberin', this is what that match was. And, frankly, if I can make a Toro Yano reference, I am just one happy camper. So we're, we're just going to call this match solid right there because... You know, low blows for everybody. You you can't beat that. Except for even more low blows for everybody. And But since I didn't quantify the first couple of rounds of numbers, you know, it, it's kept nebulous. So, uh, But anyway, tensions flare between the women. And if I can quote Joey Styles momentarily... Okay, we got that out of our system. Uh, Selena and Arya Blake come to blows and are just pouting on each other in the mat. Uh, have to be separated by their charges once again. Uh, commentary notes that like this is not like Selena at all, and like something must be uh, stressing her out despite the victory. So we've come to that point. We're going to take a pause for the cause. Listen to some messages from the folks that pay for this. Keep me in the lifestyle that I could become accustomed to if people paid me even better than I'm being paid now. Taking a pause for the cause. Some ads. See you all in one minute. Now, whether you're someone who works out or, like me, needs to maintain focus and mental clarity, we could all use a pick-me-up. That's where Ray's Energy steps in. With Refresh technology, Ray's provides a hydrating, sugar-free boost of energy without the crash some other energy drinks have. You can find out where you can get Ray's energy near you by visiting www.repsports.com. And while you're there, check out the other products that Rep offers, such as pre- and post-workout supplements and snacks. And if you want some extra savings, order online and apply my discount code CASS, that's C-A-S-S, at checkout for 15% off your order. And we are back. We come back to a Mil Muertes hype video, taking a look at all of his victories in Major League Wrestling up until this point. Uh, he is currently undefeated in the promotion, taking on Alexander Hammerstone tonight, who also happens to be undefeated. So somebody's losing their streak tonight. The question is, who's it going to be? But according to a, uh, Alexander Hammerstone, totally unbiased poll on Twitter, it's going to be Alexander Hammerstone. Meanwhile, Alicia Toot is backstage with Leo Rush. Uh, got a quick interview. Uh, Leo's really putting himself over. Uh, gets a plug in for his rap career. Uh, and just says, like, yeah, he's going to have a match eventually. Uh, he's going to do it all for the fans. You know, he does, does everything for the fans. But, you know, he's got stuff to do. And he'll fight people eventually. I don't know. Eventually. 
get we get a Mads Kruger interruption. Uh, he asks Hammerstone if it's difficult for uh, for him to be able to look everywhere because uh, you know Contra hides in the shadows and in the desert of Kathmandu and the tundra of Siberia. Oh, oh wait, that, this wasn't a Joseph Samael promo. Never mind. Anyway, Mads loves hunting and he really loves hunting Hammerstone. So uh, keep an eye out tonight. He's going to be looking, lurking in the shadows, and you just never know when he's going to appear. Moving along, speaking of your middleweight champion, uh, his former challenger, the former champion Myron Reed, has not had his contractually obligated rematch yet. And Reed cuts a brief promo now that he is ranked number one in the middleweight rankings. Uh, he noted that he hasn't got his rematch clause, and that was by choice. Uh, him and Con- him and Contra, you know, needed to clear the air, you know, go at it, because Contra was just in the way of him achieving all of his goals. And now that Contra is out of the way, it's time to get the title back around Myron's waist. And so he is laying out the cha- a challenge to Leo Rush uh, for that middleweight championship. Next week, we get the announcement that MLW CEO Court Bauer has a special announcement. I know that there has been rumors going around, and I haven't. Ch- I've chosen not to report on the rumors, mostly because, again, they're rumors, and I'll leave that to your Dave Meltzer five-star rating gurus and whatnot. Uh, but there's been a lot of talk about uh, the potential move to uh, to a new platform for Major League Wrestling, um, and so. Who knows? This could be the big announcement that Court's going to talk about, or he could have a handful of announcements. As, as we've said previously, they have a now having a relationship with Dragon Gate, uh, so maybe we got some more partnerships coming. But I, if I have to make a guess, it's probably something in relation to a TV deal or a new streaming deal. Um, but we so we'll have that. In addition, we will have the big revenge match: Buku Dao taking on his former mentor, TJP. All right, it is time for our main event, Mil Muertes, with Selena De La Renta and Azteca Underground Associate taking on the Dynasty's Alexander Hammerstone for the National Openweight Championship. Oh, the match starts off hot rather quickly. Uh, Hammerstone just starts things off with a bicycle kick and some clubbering blows. Uh, goes to the top rope, hits a drop kick that sends Mill outside the ring. Unfortunately, outside the ring is where Mill does his best work and takes control, just battering Hammerstone hither and yar and just doing all sorts of damage, targeting the lower back, uh, continues his domination inside the ring. Uh, again, just lots of clubbing blows you know stiff shots focusing on that lower back because if you can't if your back's damaged you can't pick people up and hammer's primary finisher has been the nightmare pendulum uh the suplex rock bottom combo uh though those of us who remember things occasionally remember that he didn't need that to finish off la park he just needed an elbow to the back of the head to do that so but at least if we could take out one of the weapons you know always a good good strategy uh, both guys end up going shoulder first into the ring post. Uh, first mill and then hammer. Uh, so we got a kind of a double down after that. Hammer makes a comeback with a lots of clotheslines, even going Johnny Ace style in the corner. Hits a pump handle slam for just one count, though. Uh, mill comes back with a power slam for two. Um, and from here, like we're just trading 
control back and forth pretty hot and quick like hitting a couple moves pinfall a couple moves pinfall just back and forth hammer hits a ripcord elbow for two we get a modified backcracker by mil mortes for two sit down power bomb for two by uh, hammerstone uh, eventually things culminate with both competitors worn out on their knees trading blows in the new japan style spirit battle just his chops and headbutts and punches uh, back and forth until both competitors are up on their feet. Um, but this up on the feet action does not last long. Hammer gets control, and after several uh, counters between the two between, uh, attempting to get their finishers, Hammer tries to get the Nightmare Pendulum. Mill tries to get straight to hell. Uh, Hammer gets the big man up in the air and slams Mill down in the Nightmare Pendulum. Gets the one, two, three, R champion still champion retaining getting physical possession of the belt back your winner alexander hammerstone getting the big guy up big guy down this was just a big beefy brawl and i loved every second of it uh, every after the match hammer gets on the mic and knows that next week he is going to have a dynastic press conference to spell out what his next moves are uh, so it looks like next week we're going to have two big press conference announcements to look forward to with Hammerstone and Court Bauer both having separate press conferences, I guess. We'll, we'll call them press conferences. Uh, Bauer's just an announcement, but he's important, so he gets a press conference too, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, big match, big fight feel for that too. Just, again, like the, everything I love, uh, two big guys just clubbing each other, and that's what this match was. I mean, it wasn't pretty, but it told a good story. Uh, Hammer fighting through everything, getting the big man up, putting him down to the mat several times. I mean, he, he definitely lifted Mill more than once. And Mill did not go down easily. And it just, you know, you don't need 5,000 finishers to, uh, you know, prove your point and make a guy look strong in the process. So, that is our show this week. Uh, solid show. I mean, by logic, it has to be, right? We had three championship matches given, uh, given, us, given to us for th- free. So, you know, solid show. Again, I'd like to see more of Gino and Richard Holiday. I think those two kind of worked well together. Um, and I could just never complain about Hammerstone and Mill working together. And, you know, despite, uh, you know the recent weight gain of la park and the jokes we can make thereof like i love seeing the chairman uh so this show just made me very very happy um and you know wink wink nudge not if anyone important listening to this i would like to be paid very well being very happy watching your product oh went there totally went there which means i should just cut things off before i totally sell out of course selling out also means you know getting money so eh, take that for what you will um but great show as per usual thank you all for listening stay tuned for the plugs i appreciate it help out the show the best you can and i will see you all next week mlw confusion is a member of the one-stop wrestling family it is produced by rob Cameron. if you enjoy the show please subscribe and leave a review in addition to telling your friends family and enemies Word-of-mouth promotion is very important to small podcasts like us. If you're interested in keeping up to date on Confusion, it can be found on Facebook at MLW Confusion, all one word, no hyphen, and the Twitter is at the Nova of Cass. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade our equipment, 
My virtual tip jar can be found at www.kofi.com slash Casanova, C-A-S-S-O-N-O-V-A, or for more bang for your bunk, visit my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Casanova. Same as with the Kofi. For as little as $1 a month, you can get early access to the podcast without those pesky ads, plus other exclusive goodies. So be like Maverick45 and Alan Schroeder who've been there since the beginning and join up. The written form of all of these links can be found in the episode description. Thanks!